This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Ever wonder about the stories of the women around you? We wanted to create an intentional space for women to share the wisdom they have gained through life experiences. Tune in to be in awe of some of the Wonder Woman in our midst. Wondering Woman on ORFM Dunedin. Kia ora and welcome to our next episode of Wondering Woman. I'm your host, Amy Armstrong, and today I'm here with one of our other hosts sometimes, but she is our guest today, Kahurangi Delamere. Thanks for being our guest today, Kahu, on the other side of the, the microphone. I'm happy to be here, thank you. It's always nice being on the other side, answering questions, um, instead of trying to think of questions on the spot. Cool. I'm excited about today's episode because we are going to talk about Matariki, um, the Maori New Year. And um, it's especially exciting this year as it's the first year the government of Aotearoa has recognized Matariki as a national holiday. So on Friday, June 24th, um, we all have um, the day off to celebrate in a special way this um, holiday of Matariki. So I just wanted to talk to Kahu a little bit today and ask her about this celebration and what it means and um, so we can all just be a bit more informed as to why it's not just a day off, but it's a really significant celebration for us as a culture to um, to know about. And so just can you give us a little bit of an introduction, um, Kahu, about Matariki and and the stars and a little bit of their significance. Of course I can, and I would absolutely love to. Um, first of all, I'd like to start with a little karakia, um, a celebrating Matariki karakia, um, before we begin. Manawa maya te putanga Matariki. Manawa maya te ariki o te rangi. Manawa maya te matahi o te tau. Uh, kia ora. So, as Amy already explained, um, I am one of our other sometimes hosts, Kahurangi, um, and I'm just super excited to come on here and talk a little bit on what I know um, about Matariki. And so, what is Matariki? A lot of people believe that Matariki is a constellation, but in fact, Matariki is instead a cluster, um, a cluster of stars, uh, different iwi um, believe that there are different number of stars within Matariki, uh, you have seven, twelve, and the more known um, number which is nine. Uh, we did believe earlier that there were seven um, that you could visually see, uh, but Dr. Rangimatamua uh, has updated that to nine stars and so in these stars we have Matsuriki, Pohutukawa, Waiti, Waita, Waipunarangi, Tsupuanuku, Tsupuarangi, Ururangi and Hiwaiterangi and these nine stars all hold a significant factor, significant factor um, in itself. They tell us and show us different areas of uh, the environment and how they may look um, as this new year 
approaches us and how they may be with this new year as well. Wow, that's really amazing. Um, so tell us a little bit about this cluster and, and why we celebrate it now. Is it, is it just visible now in, in the Southern Hemisphere? Is it, is it just rising? Um, and, and how is it significant with the holiday? Okay, so um, Matsuriki only rises um, once every year. And to tell Māori, that kind of signifies to us that a, a new year is beginning and it's coming to the end of uh, the Māori year. Uh, we follow a Māori maramatanga or maramataka um, instead of the Gregorian uh, calendar. Uh, we recognise um, that in Te uh, Maramataka Māori there is 354 days in the year um, instead of 365 and because the days are always changing or the, the, how many days are in the Māori year are always changing the time that Matariki rises is always different as well and so on June the 24th is when we will see Matariki rise. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's really amazing. And I think um, indigenous people were always so much more in touch with the earth and, the, and what's happening. And, and, and I and the, would watch the stars for the significance of... Um, the new year and, and, and know what was happening. And I just love that about indigenous people and how they were so much more in touch. But is there, I imagine each iwi or each region um, might celebrate it differently, but are there some traditional ways that um, the Māori would celebrate the rising of Matariki? Um, yeah. Yes, there are. Um we do celebrate in many, many ways. Uh, one of our celebrations is uh, remembering and honouring those of our family and our friends uh, and our ancestors uh, that have passed. Uh, another one is feeding feeding the stars. Um, and we do that by harvesting the kai and letting the... Uh, what's the word... The when you just uh, bring the kai out from underneath the earth, the harvest, the harvest, yes, but the the smoke or the the smell that comes off of that food, um, so I think we call it hotapu. Um, we let that go up into the sky to feed the stars. Uh, we also like to reflect on the year that has passed and create goals. Um, for the year uh, that is about to begin. Um, and also to spend time with our family and our friends that are that are here and present with us as well and to enjoy those reflections together and enjoy those those meals together. Um, it's a really beautiful time of connection and being present as well. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to celebrating life and love and uh, being here in Dunedin on um, 
on Friday with my whanau. Hmm. I noticed what you talked about, about um, honoring the loved ones that have departed. I know that, um, and we'll talk at the end of the show about different ways we can celebrate it locally here in Dunedin, but I know on the Otago Museum, they're going to have a dawn ceremony, uh, Matariki Ahukanui, and it specifically says it's to welcome the new season uh, reflecting on the departed loved ones. And so is that traditionally part of the new year, just honoring those who have passed and, um, as you said, celebrating those who are with us? Is that a real part of the tradition of Matariki? Yes, uh, it is, but it is also naturally a tradition of te ao Māori, um, of my Māori culture, is you know, recognising um, the feats that our ancestors have made for us and acknowledging them and being thankful uh, for them and giving thanks as well because of them we are here. Um, and that's a, a big part of, of being Māori is that looking in the past uh, to be thankful for your present and also to help you with your future. You know, we can see um, from our previously made goals um, that we might have made for Matsuriki, um, now looking back, what worked, what didn't, how can we correct that or change that to make it work for the future, you know? Um, and I think that uh, this time exactly is the best time to do these reflections, especially with uh, the cold that is coming. It's a good time to rest and be sure that you're looking after your whare tapafa, you're looking after your health, uh, whether that be your mental health, your emotional health, uh, your spiritual, connecting back to your, your land and your people. Um, it is a beautiful time to reflect on all of that um, and especially being with your family and surrounding yourself with loved ones uh, during this time. Yeah, wow, I really love that. Um, so I think what I hear from what you're saying, it's it's a thing that um, the Māori do all the time, but specifically or especially at this time of year. And um, the other thing I love about this is down here in the southern hemisphere, the sort of Western Pakeha traditions don't fit the seasons, at, at least the Pakeha Christian traditions. So Easter, uh, which um, is traditionally in the Northern Hemisphere, is celebrated in spring, representing new life and Jesus is risen. Down here, it doesn't make as much sense seasonally. And then Christmas, which in the Northern Hemisphere is celebrated in the darkness, the darkest time of year, the coming of light, with um, the birth of Christ, it it doesn't resonate to Christians in the Southern Hemisphere. But Matariki, this Māori celebration, is fully immersed where we are here in in Aotearoa, New Zealand, in the Southern Hemisphere, and it it just makes sense because it's from yeah. our people, our place, um, and I think it's really significant that we that we claim. Uh, this part of our culture of, of, of what the Māori have, have always known and always celebrated. And now, yeah, I think it's, it's really significant that the government has recognized it as a national holiday. And now I think it's up to us as the people living in Aotearoa to um, 
yeah, know what it means and, and to understand it and to make it our celebration now. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Um, no, I totally agree with that. And I am also very excited and um, thankful that we that this this holiday that um, us as Māori have always celebrated and always acknowledged and recognised as an important part of the year has been recognised by the government um, and can be learnt and celebrated by all other people in Aotearoa as well in New Zealand. Um, I would also just like to go back to what I said previously about um, the stars having their own individual um, significance uh, and explaining what I meant by that. Uh, so... Matariki, as I said, you know, we, we celebrate it because it, um, it lets us know that the year is coming to an end and um, the start of the new Māori year is coming. And so um, our ancestors would look at the stars and see if the next winter um, will bring about a good harvest, a harvesting of kai, um, and they would look for that by seeing whether the stars shimmered and shined brightly and if they did then they would know but if they if they didn't um, and they were just there but not very bright then they would also let uh, our ancestors know that the next harvesting um, was going to be bleak uh, and not as good as the previous harvesting um, they would look at the different stars as well um, for and they would they would pray to those stars. So, for example, Matariki um, is the star that is connected to our health and well-being. Uh, Pohutukawa is the star uh, that is associated with uh, those of our whānau who have passed on. Uh, Waiti is associated with all of the fresh water and all of the kai uh, that is grown in those water, in those, yeah, in those uh, water. <laughs> and waita is associated with the ocean um, and all of the food that lives within the ocean. Waipunarangi is associated with the rain. Uh, Tupuanuku is associated with everything that grows within the soil and Tupuarangi is associated with everything that grows um, above the soil uh, in the trees. Ururangi is associated uh, with the winds, and Hiwaitirangi um, is the star that grants our wishes and realises our aspirations for the coming year. So if any of our ancestors um, wanted a particular part to, to prosper, Prosper, sorry, uh, for them they would they would pray to each of these stars um, to help them with that. Hmm. Wow. And they each have so specific areas. So if you wanted um, to pray for the plants in the soil, you'd pray to that specific star. Is yes. that what you're saying? And is it is it would you call it the star? Is it named after a god, or are you, are you praying to the star itself? I'm just trying to understand how the, um, or is the is the cluster like um, a sign of of the gods or representing the gods? Does do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? 
Um, I understand what you're trying to ask, but I honestly am not too sure. Mm. I'm not too sure where the names come from. Um, mm. But that is a really good question. I know that, or oh, just because I, I know these kapuna have been brought up with them, it's kind of just, it's just been what I know and, and what I've been taught. Mm. That um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's quite a Pākehā question, isn't it? <laughs> it's no, like, it's not. Like, these questions are, um, they're really good at realising that um, I don't know the actual answer to that and it's something that I should learn because, you know, it's just when you grow up hearing something all the time, it's just that and yeah. that's it. But no, that's definitely something that I will um, I will look at at learning. I totally can relate to that um like growing up, I grew up Catholic, and and um, often people will ask me. So this is like obviously totally different culture, but a similar experience. People say, "Oh, what does this mean in your faith?" And and when you grow up with it, and it's just part of what you've always yeah. sort of known intuitively, but maybe not ever had to put into words before. It can be a yeah. It's one of those clarifying questions that I've had met many times in my life that think yeah I must look that up I actually yeah. it's just part of faith and culture and um sometimes it's more of a part of your being than than a sort of a head a head response that we might be able to articulate yeah that's true well I know that these um the the names of these stars when they're broken up um, it explains exactly what they're connected to, but yeah, that is a good question. I don't know who <laughs> where the names came from, um, and who gave them. I think our ancestors yeah. did, and there's probably um, written knowledge about exactly where it came from if it's connected with gods. Um, but yeah, I'm not too sure. <laughs> but yes, that is. I'm definitely going to be on my reflection list. <laughs> awesome. um, yeah, and so going going through um, the ways that we celebrate Matsuriki, mm. uh, you know, we do we plan for the next year, and so our year will start, you know, on the twenty fourth of um, of June, uh, and I am very much looking forward to writing my goals down. Mm. So oh, I had a beautiful talk with my friend Kehan Nicole um, on Wednesday and we had a conversation about Matsuriki and about goals and he told me some of his and it was really beautiful to hear and he told me how he wrote his goals or how he visualised his goals because he's more of a visual mm. uh, learner and he said that when he writes his goals he does three goals and he uses a farinui, um as his, I guess, his, his visual for his goals. In a, um, and he uses three po, and so three poles in the, in the house, in the whareinui. Mm. Um, you have the, the pole at the back, and he says that that's his... Um, his learning, his learning po. So that's the one where he learns from, and then you have your your po in the front, and that's your creativity, um, that's your your fun goal, that you want to just help with that forefront of your um, your brain, and then the middle po that's a, that's the po that you know that keeps the whare up. So without that po, the other one's just four, and for his goal for that one was just more focus, um, and practicing and learning his focus, and I just. 
when he was explaining it, I ex- visualized exactly what he was saying. I was like, that is awesome, that's beautiful, and I'm going to take that away and use that um, for my goals as well. And so on this corridor, do you have any goals um, that you may want to bring into the Māori New Year that you'd like to focus on? Hmm. Wow, she's turning the mic <laughs> around the other way back to me. It's an awesome question because I think um, even thinking about the um, the the Gregorian New Year on, on New Year's Eve and often there's New Year's resolutions and I, I love the idea of bringing goals into um, the Māori New Year and I think, well, one goal would for me would be um, to learn a bit more about this um, celebration and to have a bit more awareness of it and um, to sort of bring it into my consciousness. Like it's, it's sort of we're in the darkest part of the year and um, uh, I guess using that darkness as time to, ref- to reflect sort of on my life and what, and what my goals might be. Um, yeah, and... Um, I don't normally, I don't have New Year's resolutions because I always feel like it's too much pressure to live up to. But somehow in the Matariki celebration, it, it's, it has more of a spiritual um, yeah. feeling to it. And I, it, it doesn't feel like this pressure to, you know, lose weight or save money or it's, it's, it's deeper. It's more, um, it's more spiritual or holistic than that. And um, yeah, and I think, sort of well-being and um, looking after self and others and that's what my goals would be around but I have to I have to do some more reflecting on it but I definitely want to bring it into my practice of of Matariki so thanks for the question that's okay um no that was a beautiful answer um do you do you have some goals (laughs) that you're thinking about I was literally just thinking, do I have goals before I try to answer the question myself? <laughs> um, but no, yes, I, I do have goals coming into this um, this new year uh, for us, um, especially as we are in winter. I, I think that it's a really good time for me to reset and um, mm. write five um, goals mix uh, for me to focus on, uh, and that'll be rest, uh, keeping keeping organized uh, because it's so cold you kind of just when you get home you just want to hop in bed and and relax and all of those little Mm. things like washing and clutter it kind of just builds up and Mm. that's something that I've been thinking about for the last two days when I Mm. wake up and look around I'm like "Mm, yes I need to I need to um clean out yeah I need to clean out and just have a reset but, you know, because it's so cold when you get up and then you go to work and then you get home and it's so cold again. Mm. Um, but it's just taking that time to do these small little things that will help the rest of my day and then the rest of my week. Mm. Um, and it will also help my, my own mental health. Um, and I also would like to buy a wetsuit ah. um, because I have been really feeling... Uh, the loss of water um, in my life at the moment uh, and I don't want to go to the pools because it's kind of different I'll, um, mm. the loss that I'm feeling is you know the white sea or white that uh, fresh water mm. or the ocean and being surrounded by that and especially under the stars it's such an amazing feeling mm. and experience um, mm. 
mm. just floating, looking up. When it's a cloudless night and the stars just shimmer um, off of the waves. So that is something that, those are my three goals. Mm. Is rest, uh, focus, declutter, and buy a wetsuit. Wow. That, those are awesome goals and inspiring goals. <laughs> Love it. Um, well, we're actually almost out of time here. Um, and uh, Kahu and I just wanted to talk about a couple of events that we know that are happening in um, Otepoti that you can um, actually celebrate and get involved with this um, this awesome holiday, Matariki, and to know more about it. So uh, the first one we know about is at um, the University of Otago. They're having a night market on the 21st of June. So if you go on Facebook, you'll find any of these. But it's from 4.30 to 7.30 um, near Castle Street, and they're going to have some kai, some kapahaka, some stalls, and it's just a great way to get involved in this celebration um and then i've also mentioned the the museum the dawn ceremony where there'll be karakia waiata kai kapaka as well that's from 7 a.m to 9 30 a.m on friday the 24th um and i don't know do you know about the araituro marai celebration um kahu it's on saturday the 2nd of july from 2 to 6 p.m and again, I think there'll be Kai and Kapahaka and other celebrations. So, yeah, get involved um, in the community. Uh, celebrate some Aroha and some with some Kai and other people. And, um, yeah, get to know more about this holiday that means so much to our um, to our people of Aotearoa. So um, thanks again, Kahu, for your your input and your knowledge and your wisdom and uh, really appreciate it and um, I don't know, do you want to finish again with that karakia um, that you that you began with uh, Kia ora um, no, thank you so much I really enjoyed that and I'm glad that I'm going away with um, lessons for me to learn as well as uh, things that, that I have learnt already. I uh, say so thank you so much. And yes, please, um, if you are around in Dunedin during those times, uh, go ahead and just enjoy the celebration of Matariki and the celebration of, of life, mm. um, especially in the times that, that we are in. Uh, mm. So thank you. And I'm just going to end with another uh, karakia. <clears throat> Whakataka te hau ki te ru, whakataka te hau ki te tonga. Kia mākina ki nā ki uta, kia mā taratara ki tai. E hia ki ana te atakura, he tio, he huka, he hauhu. Tihei mauri ora. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.